0: Welcome to the GameDev.tv Community Podcast. I'm your host, KB, and I would like to introduce you to industry professionals and people who successfully made their path to the video game industry. I hope that you enjoy the podcast and get useful tips that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Well, welcome to the GameDev.tv Podcast.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: So could you let the fans know a little bit about who you are and we'll go from there?
1: Okay, so my name is Miguel Santos. I'm um, a video game programmer from Portugal, I work on a Portuguese video game studio called Nerd Monkeys, and um, yeah, I guess that pretty much sums it up.
0: Yeah, awesome, so let's dive deep into... What makes you love making games? Was it so? Did you play games when you were younger? Is that like why you making games now, or is there something else that makes you passionate about making games?
1: Well, I guess, I guess it's an universal truth, isn't it? I think everyone that works in video games has played games at mm-hmm. some point in their life. Yeah. So, so definitely, when I was younger, I, I played a lot, probably more than I should. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I played a lot, uh, and it's usually uh, I think something that was really useful is that I, of course, I have my favorite genres, but I, I played everything. Like I, I like, like a lot of genres. So which one yeah. your favorite genres? Well, when I was Younger, I really loved RTSs, like strategy games. Um, but with the, the evolution of games, uh, I became a sucker for RPGs, mm-hmm. like the classic RPGs, Witcher.
0: Oh, The Witcher 3? You play that one? Oh, yeah, of course. Such a good <laughs> game. They got so many things right with sure. that game. Empathy, the character development, the fighting, the world building, everything. I was just like, this. how is this so good? Where's this been? Yeah. I was late to the party with that game.
1: Yeah, it, it really takes us on a journey. You really feel, and that's something really good. And as a game developer, it's sometimes hard to capture. Is um, the the, the uh, all the 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 choices are very meaningful. Mm-hmm. Like every choice you make takes you through a specific path, and you can well, you never know if you what you're doing will have a good or a bad ending it's i think it's very
0: interesting those are my favorite games when you're like choices will either impact the ending in a good way or bad way and, and you don't know some games like infamous it happens right away you know you're making a bad choice hmm. and you're gonna get a bad ending but witcher you don't know what the sequence is because there are moments where like serious like throw the snowball at her or tell her to go to like her room and you don't realize that those moments are actually going to affect how the game ends and it's going to happen good or bad and so you just It's more about caring and choosing the decisions that feel right for that character than choosing what you think is the right choice or choosing what you think is the best answer. Because if you actually choose what you thought would be right, it's actually wrong for how the ending's going to be. So uh, that would always be my two cents for that game where I was like, I need more games like this where you can help the player understand the choices they make will have consequences and some not the way you thought they would because people are different. Characters interact differently. So, yeah. And so there's, for instance, yeah. when like, moments like that in games, does that help you get inspiration for making your own game? Like, for instance, Out of Line, is that, what, what's the story behind Out of Line?
1: <laughs> That's an interesting question, because something uh, about the game that many people really liked and some other people uh, had a bit of thoughts about is that the game doesn't give you, like, a, a straightforward story. It doesn't tell you, oh, this is the main character and he's... Well, when you play the game, you can, you have hints of a story, but there's not a fixed story. Ah, okay. uh, yeah, like like you, you play the game and you can have your own interpretation about the story because there's no text. There's no dialogue. Um, oh, all at the all? Story it's is,
0: just, you just kind of do things and things will happen, but nobody's really talking? Mm -hmm. that's genius because then it saves you time but also it makes for a whole new unique story that you have to kind of think about in your own head
1: yeah something really funny was (laughs) like uh, there were a lot of when the game was being was getting these first reviews I was like I watched some videos and it was really funny like watching streamers interacting with their communities and trying to figure out what the story is about and there are a lot of theories and it's I think it's a different type of of storytelling, but I think it's interesting. And I think it's way harder. Uh, maybe, well, as a programmer, I have some input, obviously, as part of the team. But um, telling a story through images and and through sound and through narrative, like game design choices, it's it's not an easy task, but I think we, we did we did very
0: well. I mean, it looks incredible. The art looks amazing. The character design looks cool. The world's looking unique. It just just looks like it's, uh, you know, it's something people need to check out. It's a beautiful, challenging 2D puzzle game platform. Mm-hmm. So if it's good to like programming. So when did you start learning programming? Was it something you kind of picked up because you wanted to make mods or is it something just in college?
1: Well, the first time I programmed was probably in high school, but it was—I mean, high school for me—it was more than ten years ago. And I just learned a bit of C++, made a few, a few like lightweight programs. Um, Just—I mean—I'm trying to recall now, and I, I never went much further than a simple calculator or a simple database interaction you know high school stuff (laughs) you never do any really of course it depends on the course but never really do any
0: pro it's more like fundamental. yeah like loops and that's really it
1: yeah basically
0: so when did you start getting more intense with programming was it during college is that when you started like studying a lot more
1: well my my area is actually not anything related to computer science Mm -hmm. My like my university degree. It's 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 everything opposite of computer science. Oh really? uh, Languages. Yeah. I I have a master's degree in in English and German teaching. Nothing to do with. Wow. Okay. How did you go from yeah
0: getting that degree to making games now? Or did you think that degree helped you now make games? Like I'm curious.
1: Well. I'm a strong believer that all skills that you acquire and everything you do like, are weapons that you can use in any area.
0: So, I like the way you say that. Even though it's
1: not... Sorry?
0: Wait, I like the way you said that again. Say that one more time, because I like to get uh, quotes for episodes, and I think that was perfect.
1: <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> uh, I, well, I say that um, every skill that you'll learn throughout mm-hmm. your life um, can be transferred to any can be used as a weapon yeah there we go in, any, in anything that you do. and yeah, and well, then I started working as a teacher and I, I, I just the, the when I started learning to to program for games happened there because i I just wasn't feeling. Fulfilled, you know, it so just, just, just my job. And I, I wanted to do, to do something that really pulled me in. So I started, actually, I didn't, I, I'm mostly program and work with Unity, but I, I started working with RPG Maker. I don't know if you've heard about it.
0: Yeah, I've heard about and it. How did you feel about it? You liked it?
1: <laughs> RPG Maker is a funny story because I've never did any game with it. I committed the first mistake that every game developer does, which is I I massively overscoped the game.
0: No, don't make WoW. <laughs> Come on. That's a, that's a thing uh, out here. We well, we'd say don't make WoW, WoW, don't make the biggest game. What's up with these open world games? Yeah, I don't
1: know, but there was this really cool channel on YouTube that had a lot of plugins that you can use to make like shops and Everything and I, I started to com- to compile like a a big design document. I would make like this amazing game. It, it, it's like it's it's a necessary step, I think. It's a necessary step everyone needs to take uh, before um, making anything meaningful. Is is making mis- is making this mistake, which is making a huge uh, not making failing in making a huge game and then i lost my enthusiasm obviously no i that's when I yeah yeah because when i started to to work on it i was like oh my god I, i'm not getting anything from this and i just kept I know, postponing and eventually i just installed install the software
0: you but stole the software like you, you wow you were like we're done done with rpg maker
1: yeah but it, it took a while it's like i i would work on it then i it's like i would work every day then i would work every two days and then just once a week and and um then i just stopped completely and eventually i just gave up on it but um yeah
0: so for VR RPG
1: micro uh, sorry,
0: go, go. Oh, I was going to say so that I think feel like a situation you had happens to a lot of people. Like you you work mm-hmm. with an engine, maybe Unreal 4 and it crashes and you worked on stuff for like two two hours and now it's gone and then you kind of do it again the next day and then the whole thing crashes and it doesn't load and you're like, "Well, I want to give up on that project." And then you're frustrated because you're constantly like fighting the software, fighting this stuff, but you don't even get to learn. And then like well, you, you said, like, two, weeks will go by, like a couple days and you only worked on it twice a week and then the next week will come by and next week and then you got six months. It's like, where's your game? And you're like, I don't know. So how do you like keep yourself from getting demotivated? Like, or how did you get, make, like get the courage to say, I'm going to quit this, do something else instead of saying, oh, I'm never going to give up?
1: Well, I think that the first basic step is making a game. Like a game, like a small, the smallest game you can think of. I think my, the first game I made was Pong, you know, the old, like those, that old game Pong. Mm-hmm. And from Pong, I did one bigger game and I went from there. It's just... The mo- just
0: slowly get bigger. Don't make WoW first. first, yeah. make the Pong game then make like Pac-Man. Then make like Galaga and then make like Super Mario World, and then we'll get to like the 3D Mario Kart or, and then eventually we can get to like, these giant RPG movie like games like God of War and Uncharted. Exactly. So, yeah. Because so, so, if so. you're losing,
1: because when you're losing motivation, you can think, oh, but wait, I made this game before. I, I made the game before. Maybe I just need to push a, a little more, and maybe I can finish this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, also another mistake that um, maybe people do is trying to make a big game. Um, Even if you have experience, sometimes you can just start, maybe you're the best programmer in the world and you're the best game designer. Well, if you're the best game designer, you probably won't do what I'm going to say, but um, you You can try to make a big game, but sometimes it's it's good to do just like a prototype and have people play it because if it's if it's not good or if it's not uh, I don't know if it's not fun to play, there's no point in continuing making it. I mean there's some points sometimes well some games are just learning experiences of course, and that's that's there's always something to take from it but if you want to make like a successful game a game that people enjoy playing sometimes like a small 30 minutes experience is all that it takes and from there you can you know if it's worth uh, pushing more or not
0: yeah you got you gotta basically have a plan and then like execute it see how it's gonna take as long as it's gonna need to And if it's going to take longer, decide, hey, maybe I can scope things out. Maybe my game's too big. Maybe I'm making it too hard on myself. Mm Because you have to keep going. So if you do something too hard and you don't finish it, what was the point? Now, you could. Another thing, too, is if you do want to do a big project, but make it, like, super small, the different features. So let's say you want to make an RPG and, like, start with, like, one random, like, house or whatever. And then just be able to get the character to move around it. And be able to pick up things. And then add like a small quest where you pick up things. And then like after months of doing this. Then yeah, like add another house. In another area. Add different characters. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you can have an RPG. It's going to take longer. But at least you get the small wins. That help you learn. Yeah, That way because if exactly. you learn know how to do that. Then you can go to an outer world. Um, so we do this thing called artifacts. For our finish it course. Or, or get a job course. Where the goal is to. Let's say you wanted to go work for Obsidian. And you want to make outer worlds. Well, then, yeah, make like an Outer Worlds level, have the gameplay kind of work like the game, make it look like what they would need, and then go to them mm-hmm. and say, hey, I can already mil- make your game. I can already make the quest that you make. I can already make the character shoot like you guys do. they are going to be like, oh, you already basically know what to do, then come work for us, and then just keep doing what you're doing. So that's the whole idea of like artifacts. It's just like, go learn something, do it really small, make it look like the game they're making, and they're like, hey, we'll hire you
1: yeah you you show commitment and you distinguish yourself from from other potential uh, Mm -hmm. people that are applying for that job exactly
0: and uh, so what's your experience with getting a job in the industry is it do you have any like tips for anybody like who haven't done any interviews yet
1: well um i think a portfolio is like essential Having some place where you can show your work. Um, like, have I would say, when I say good games on your portfolio, I don't mean like, uh, oh, we the winning games, but games that are polished. So it might be like a 10-minute game, but it, it looks polished. It doesn't look like something that you just picked up a bunch of assets from the from the asset store and put them together and have a, a character move around. Just like you don't need. Uh, sometimes we programmers have difficulty with this, which is like uh, polishing the visual aspect of games. But like if you if you dedicate some some time and polish the games that include in your portfolio, that's going to impress the, the employer portfolio. And then just you know just a resume and just start applying to jobs and mm-hmm. look for opportunities and apply for internships. Um, do spontaneous applications. Don't wait for, for like the, 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 your dream.
0: Yeah, don't wait for your dream. Your dream. Make your dream come to you. Go build it. on
1: you're building a network. Uh, yeah. Sorry?
0: Oh no! So I think you froze for a second. So then I started saying something. Oh, but we're good now. I can hear okay. you fine.
1: Okay. Yeah, but it's basically that. It's like talk to people, mm-hmm. apply, uh, do spontaneous applications, and show interest. So many studios now have Discord channels. Like start interacting with the community. Show, show some of your work. Don't be afraid of being judged if. Obviously, no one is going to do a no one does like triple i quality stuff when they're beginning, and no one expects you to. Don't be afraid to to show what you've got, and yeah,
0: that's. I like that one. Don't be afraid to show you got, because it is hard when you have industry leaders making this incredible work. Some people, solo creators, doing insane levels of work and you look at them and you're like how but then you also have to look at some of these people it's just their whole life like if you analyze what you do every day you would be like oh of course i'm not that good but this person probably spends hours and hours and that's all they do and that's what they love and that's why they can create something insane and like someone else said that was on their podcast it's not that they're better than you they just put more hours Mm -hmm. so that's it i think
1: i think the only person you need to compete against uh, like when you think about those things is yourself like you need to to think next month i need to be better than than what i am this month and in a year i need to be better than i am now so i think we don't need to compare ourselves to the greatest programmer or the greatest game designer or the greatest artist in the world we, don't. we need to compare ourselves to ourselves in the past exactly we need to, we need to build our confidence from there.
0: No, it's, it's so true. Because yeah. I I noticed that, like, especially when I started my journey and I was very naive about things. So I was always just like, oh, these people can do it. And like, I can learn in three months. And I don't know where that came from, but it's just not true. Like, if you really want to do something great, you have to put in time and effort and a lot of effort into it. And you have to learn how you work. So I started to mm-hmm. listen to this one guy on YouTube and I found out that, his way of learning is by doing more than less, and so I realized that worked for me because it got to a point where I started to just study, like focus on single things instead of doing a lot like I used to, and I actually got less done, which was interesting. So it's like I guess my brain and like the other guy meant like you're too like we want to do too many things. So if you do like one or two things a week, so like have Monday do this and Tuesday do that, and then Monday do the other thing and then Tuesday, you actually get more done as long as you're consistent. And so find out how you yeah. learn. Don't rush it. it. It might take you a couple sure. weeks. And at the end, of, maybe a couple of weeks of just doing two hours once a week. And then eventually you'll have something done. And you're like, oh, wow, it didn't take me that long. It's like, yeah, you don't have to put 24 hours in one day and then get burnt out and not work for the rest of the week. You won't learn as much. You'll forget it, but it'll be next week. It's like slow, steady commitment. You have a lot of time. If anybody's telling you you don't have a lot of time, I don't know who's t- telling you that, but you have a lot of time. Take time to learn things, take time to yeah. deeply, like, research, Agreed. take time to deeply analyze, understand things. What tips do you give to people who feel like there's like, studying isn't getting them anywhere? And what have you dealt with to, like, help, you know, get through the dark days?
1: Well, there's this expression called the, t- the tutorial hell. I don't know if you've heard yes. of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That's, uh, I think that avoid tutorial hell at all costs. So don't, don't expect to watch a bunch of tutorials and um, like you're already ready to use those tools at maximum efficiency. Um, sometimes you need to watch some tutorials, but do some experimentation yourself. Um, and sometimes things start to make sense by themselves if you're trying alone to learn things without watching anything. Um, how can I say this in a better way? Uh, like, you watch a tutorial to make a character move around and jump and shoot. And and then you implement that on your game and maybe you want to to learn to make your character attack, And instead of Of searching for a tutorial of of how to make your character duck. Maybe you can from what you know from moving and jumping, maybe you can extend that and make your character duck by yourself. And that's like a learning experience on itself. And when you well, so if the character moves by using this method A, and if I jump using this method uh, B. Maybe if I implement this method C here, I can make that because make the character that because it's the same process. And then when it finally works, you just feel like, damn, what's the limit now? It's I can <laughs> keep adding features and well, that's a bit of a, a trap because if you keep having fe- features and features and features, but that's also part of the learning experience.
0: Exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like I love that. You're like, what's next? Because once you start to finally grasp it. I think that's the trouble too. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, sometimes people can understand it, but then they can't implement it. There's some people can implement it, but they don't actually understand what they're doing. And then once you get it, you're like, oh, if you just add this together and this together and worry about maybe memory for C++, and then if I do this right, it'll be good. And you try it and it works and there's no memory leaks. And you're like, oh my gosh, I understand now. And it's like, (laughs) okay, now I just got to go and follow different equations. I just think we get in our own way. As like students and as people. Or like you get this tutorial hell where you follow the tutorial and you're like, the tutorial is going to teach me everything I need to know. I don't have to think about it. Just do it. And then you get to the challenges and you're like, eh, I'll do it later. Or I don't really want to think about it. I think it's just being lazy. Don't don't be lazy in the small things. I've noticed that when it comes to studying. Like when it says do a challenge, do it. When it says read this, do it. Highlight this. Memorize this. Practice it. Those little small things. You're like, I don't really need to do it right now. When are you going to do it? If you don't do it now, you probably won't do it later. if you do it later, you might rush it. Just just do it now and take your time.
1: I mean, uh, I don't know if you're talking about Game Dev TV videos specifically with the, with the challenges. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but also, like, technical challenges uh, and stuff. Ah, OK, OK. But yeah, like, we spent, well, I could go on. Since I'm a former teacher, I could go on and speak, like, bad things about the educational system. But I just say one thing: like I think, like kids are overwhelmed with homework and things to do at least in my country, and like those challenges are nothing, and there really like there's no point in skipping those challenges. Yeah. Something that I sometimes also do is, uh, but that depends on my enthusiasm with the video that I'm watching. Is like I don't know Rick or or Sam saying something like, "Okay, now we're going to implement." x feature but they don't give us a, a challenge sometimes something that uh, i do because i still do some uh, well my learning journey is mm-hmm. not over and it will never be oh it's um, never
0: over especially in game development no uh, it never yeah. ends uh,
1: something that i do i, I post the video and i try to implement the thing that they're saying that we are going to implement but even if they don't give me the challenge sometimes i post the video and try to implement it Mm. Um, Before they they do it. And then, yeah, it's basically a a self challenge. And I think that's also very useful because sometimes you're watching the video, and and I'm sure this happens to a lot of people watching the video, and you think, like, um, they say, okay, we're going to implement X this feature, and you're thinking, Okay, this is not a challenge, but I know exactly what they're going to do and I'm just going to watch. No, if you know exactly how they are going to do it, just pause the video and do it yourself and then yeah, you can see if that, you're exactly. right, if you're wrong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I know if they made all the videos filled, pausing it with, this, with like 10 challenges each video, that would be absolutely, well, that would not be good, but Sometimes you can set the challenges yourself and try to accomplish things yourself.
0: No, I I agree 100%. That part was exactly what I meant by being lazy. So like, yeah, you know how to do it, but I was just going to watch it. It's like, so is that all you're doing? Just watching stuff? Like, Don't you want to actually do it? Go in there and think about it. Figure out the problem. Mm -hmm. Solve the problem. Like, you're going to have to do that anyway. So why delay that gratification? That's like... That's why it's not okay to like cheat when it comes to programming or game dev or like skipping things because you need to know it. It's not like some like retail job where if you can or like food industry where you can you don't have to learn about stuff, but you can just find the answer on a on a computer to mm-hmm. ring in their food. It's like you actually have to build this stuff and nobody really is gonna give you the answer. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to make something good, like talking like triple AAA. You can make something generic and it's gonna be generic and probably get like okay reviews as a game if you just copy and paste a lot of things or use place assets. But there's also nothing wrong with that, especially if you're a beginner, because you want to learn things. But you have to come to a point where you get comfortable going beyond your comfort zone, which I can, I'm in experience to realize like I've been just like being lazy. Oh, I didn't do the challenge because I was just tired. I just didn't want to work. I just wanted to watch these videos. And at the end of the day, they say, Oh, I made this, but it's like, you know how to do it? And I'm like, Oh, no. So, yeah. But how do you keep yourself from like yeah. saying no to doing those challenges? Like, how do you go from like, Oh, I'm not going to do it to doing it? Cause there's got to be days when you're like oh I'll just watch it like how do you fall stop from falling down this path of justification like oh i got i i worked hard today i don't need to do the challenge today and then you slowly start saying that to every challenge how do you avoid that i
1: don't know i think i, think I never felt that because if i don't feel like doing the challenge i just close the video and then when i pick up i have to do the challenge i like i i stop myself oh. from skipping the challenge i don't want to do the challenge well it's like i have been punishing myself well you don't want to do the challenge then no more vi- no more yeah no more videos for yourself wow Just i never thought about like that okay
0: it's like uh, yeah it's uh it makes sense sometimes
1: do it. yeah sometimes it's something really small and you can do it but times it takes a lot of work like for example when you say okay then do this the challenges make um make this particle system your own thing like customize it for yourself like make customize it uh, and share it with the community and customizing a particle system sometimes takes a lot of work because there's no easy answer there's a lot of try and it's like making some part, some vfx uh, like pretty and uh, Tune a lot of stuff. Sometimes it takes a while. So if I don't feel like do it doing it, I don't do it. But I close the video. And when I come back, I can't go from there before
0: I do it. Yeah, then no, that's a good that's a good answer. You just close the video. Just be like oh, I'll come back to it later. Yeah. That's maybe it. So that's what I'm I think the problem is we think we're supposed to enjoy something like twenty-four seven, we're supposed to you know do it. Or well, whatever but no it's just like hey you didn't want to do it stop it go do something else come back an hour later and do it or do it when you feel like it at least as long as you do it that day Or maybe not do it the next day whatever works for you like you have to figure out what works but don't burn yourself out don't make you hate it
1: mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it's it's a bit of a dep- temptation yeah. um, especially on the on the first well when we start learning something new want to spend all the time doing that but we can get, and like you said before, it, sometimes it's better to, to have this set of two hours per day dedicated to that and then go rest, go watch a, a film, go be with some friends. Well, friends now are a bit with the whole world situation. It's a bit hard, but just go, go relax, basically.
0: Exactly. Go relax and you'll be surprised how much more energy you'll have when you come back. And when you sleep you know, more, relax more, things will get more solidified in your brain. That way you don't have to be like, oh, I forgot. Because that's the worst we've studied. Su-
1: I, I got, I got um, plenty of solutions that I found for my problems. Because if sometimes I spend the morning trying to solve a bug or trying to do something, and I, I can't quite figure figure it out why. And then... It's lunchtime, I go walk the dog outside and as I'm walking the dog, the solution comes like, and it's usually something very simple and when I get away from the computer, when I stop looking at the, the code and everything and I'm just walking the dog and looking at, the, at to the horizon or something, the solution just comes like that. Sometimes it's just to distance yourself from things and it, and it helps, it, it really helps
0: know that's wow the the Um, whole distancing thing does uh, it's surprising how it works you would think that like spending more time on a problem should help you learn it more or like figure out the solution but no it's really getting away that your brain is like huh Mm -hmm. i see the solution it's just so weird to think that like just by getting away not thinking about it your brain's like let me think about it unconsciously it's like what?
1: i mean that probably is uh psychology reason for that of how our brain works so but yeah it's probably uh, i there was a uh, i once saw advice i'm not sure what it was but it's while you're working keep keep a bottle of water around you mm-hmm. and if you keep drinking water you keep having to make stops uh pauses to, to go to the bathroom and just that minute where you go to the bathroom sometimes is enough for you to arrive to this of the solution to the problem you're wow. having solution to the problem just go, going to the bathroom
0: <laughs> yeah That's, you're also being healthy too you're getting enough water you you're getting up and True. walking a little bit True. that sounds like great advice who would have thought but no i mean <laughs> that works really well because you have to get up and you have to think for a little bit you have to walk to the bathroom do your thing so yeah you never know. And it also just gets you out of your... Maybe you are tired, right? You just fall asleep and you're mm-hmm. like, a, I gotta go to the bathroom. And it wakes you up. That's another thing too. Do you ever feel no. like... Do you did you ever make sacrifices when studying? And you ever feel like you're studying too much? What was it like studying programming and like studying like your degree with English and stuff, and the German stuff?
1: Well, when I was teaching... Um, at, at, at a certain point, it was basically when I started learning um, game programming. Um, I was just tutoring some kids in English and German, and it was just some hours. Mm-hmm. So I could, I could learn um, I could learn programming on those hours. But I had a rule, which was like I was trying to simulate um, a nine-to-five uh, nine job, you know mm-hmm. So either I was tutoring kids or I was on the computer learning new things or making games. I never went beyond five or six. Beyond five or six, I, I would yeah, force myself to stop and then I, I would rest. And well, now I'm working as a full-time Sometimes after dinner, I watch some videos and maybe it's a bit too <laughs> much. Just to keep but yourself
0: with the Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so what is that it's like now as, well. as a full-time developer?
1: Oh, it's, it's amazing. Some, like, the, 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 the most important things that I learned was that, uh, like... I mean, I, I learned a lot from from programming, from like more experienced programmers, obviously, but I, I started to get a sense of of uh, the artistic side because so, well, I'm good at programming, I'm not good at arts, and when I watch artists at work and the, when I them talk about what what they should put in, in the game and and why they should do it, um, I start to think, oh God, yeah, you're right that. That makes sense. That game I did alone when I had no experience, it was awful with that. My portfolio is awful. My portfolio, oh my god. Uh, my it portfolio that, is No, it can't website. be that bad.
0: What are you talking about? <laughs> god damn it. It's, it's oh, Why is this? I don't know if I can swear on you. No, it's fine. Uh,
1: but yeah, the design, the design part, the, there's this whole science of design where things should be put to to be easy for the eyes to read and to direct the attention. I had zero notion about that. And, and I learned I really learned a lot with you really learn, learn a lot in a team. It's like amazing, really.
0: What, did you, what were some of like, the biggest takeaways you had from working in a team? Hmm. Um
1: Takeaways like in what sense?
0: Like uh, lessons, or like what's important while working on a team? Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: well, communication is essential, obviously. Yeah, communication is essential. Yeah, I think that's actually I think that's the the, the most important part of it, and especially now that everyone is working remotely, like making sure everyone in the team is on the same page and we're working, we're all working towards the same goal. I think it's,
0: it's It must be harder for the team leads now to do that, to keep everyone like in line and doing the same thing and be motivated when they can't see each other or they can't like, everybody's just like different time zones or different things in and this net. And it must be so hard. <laughs> yeah. do, do you think there's or, any advice for people managing teams like that?
1: Oh, yeah. Most definitely a good thing about game development that's easier it's usually people that are in game development are all they all love what they're doing they they usually not like having this job to pay the rent um, especially programmers because of like there are way more um, lucrative jobs in, in programming than, than game development at least in, in, in my country. and That's a plus. That makes it easier to manage things for for producers, for example. Um, But, yeah, I mean, when I started working, which was like one year ago, a bit more, so I was already remote, but people tell me that the chemistry is different. Like, we do, we we mostly use Discord and... um, we I love Discord. We talk. We, we have, yeah. <laughs> we have meetings and we talk about things. But like going to lunch together and talk about the ideas and it's it's different. The bonds that you that you make with people is different. And yeah. But um, but re- working remotely also has its advantages. So
0: mm-hmm. that was really nice now because people can live now wherever they want. People can not have to waste money on gas, and people can be closer to friends and family. Sure. So yeah, now that's it's. It's yeah. only like, int- like I guess one of the light things that happened in 2020 was the remote work has made people have different lives. Some people now like lives are completely change because of it. They don't worry about going out anymore. They don't like people are saving money on like makeup and food and gas and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's just know, like it some, awesome. yeah. It's like one little thing. It's completely changed someone's entire life. But it's also really cool yeah. because people can travel now and still be like working. And they just as long as they have Wi-Fi, they can do it. So becoming nomads, we're, we're traveling the world more and more.
1: Yeah. Also, it's important to. Um, I think it's important to keep a, a routine, a good routine.
0: No, yeah, that's a one key like, thing. How if you don't have a routine, yeah. you can slip and get comfortable and lazy. That's the hard part about staying home all the time. And you also have to, you know, distinguish when is this is my workspace and this is where I relax. Because otherwise, you just feel like yeah. you're constantly working. It's true. So, what's it like mm-hmm. working? So, you work for Nerd Monkeys, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what's it like working for Nerd Monkeys and like? What's the process like? What's the day in the life of Miguel? Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello?
1: Well, I usually you... hello. hello?
0: Oh, yeah, I can, can hear you. hear you. me? Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I think the video is a bit laggy, but at least we have some. Um, well, I wake up, I have my breakfast. I think it's... It's good to have, a, like, a, a good breakfast. And then I just sit. We have this channel on Discord where everyone says good morning. And then we we talk. Either we have already tasks from the day before or from the week. Or we talk with our team and our, our producer tells us, Usually on, on Monday there's there's this this meeting where we establish the, the objectives for the week and then we we start working. Sometimes we, we stay on Discord and we talk while we're working. So we're 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 working, but we are it's like we're in the same room. Sometimes no one talks, we're just there working, and then someone Yeah, it's like simulating a, a real office basically. Um so, yeah, that's that's the day-to-day. And then we have on, usually on Fridays, we have this uh, morning meeting with the whole studio where we talk about, you know, about the week and about random stuff, like a bit of a, sociali- a socializing moments, which is also important. Yeah. But we try to keep, like, the most, um, we try to keep active on, on Discord so people... feel isolated in their homes like everyone is encouraged to 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 join the channel of their team and work there even if you have nothing to say just be there and listen to to others and and learn from others and yeah
0: it's awesome sounds like a really nice place to work at and i was wondering if you felt like there was anything that you were surprised about working there like for instance people might not realize that maybe working in a studio is harder than it is when you're like working alone or maybe it's easier i don't know if there's just something that like stood out to you from working at the studio
1: hmm. but uh, can you repeat the question like compared to
0: what so is there anything that like shocked you when like moving from like studying at home to actually working at a studio like maybe you would have to like communicate more maybe because you used to work on like solo devving or maybe they took uh, breaks more seriously or it's just like something where it's like, you're not, you wouldn't know unless you work at a studio.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know because I never worked with the studio, but I think there would be more interaction definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and probably the, the, the i don't know the, the schedules we have like a flexible schedule and we don't have like a time to 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 start working but usually everyone works around the same hours but probably in the studio if you are depend, but this is like a, an obvious reason if you're dependent on transportation or something probably with have a more strict schedule yeah. For sure, depending on, on the buzz or or something, um, uh, yeah, and the chemistry. Yeah, I chem- I think the chemistry would be different. But sometimes, well, when the game launched, which was like almost two months ago, we did like a a small pre-launch party. No, really, Eastern, really. Which is where, the, which is where the yeah. Where the where the studio is located. So we just joined there, had some pizzas, had some had some drinks, and just like like a social
0: meeting. I love that coming together, celebrating the game, just you know, yeah, working as a studio. I like that. Cool. And
1: you know, Portugal is a small country. You can cross Portugal from one side to the other in like four hours. Uh, well, maybe a bit more, but but. it's it's really easy. I I live like two hours from Lisbon. It was like like a short trip, just for that.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And so is there, what advice would you give anybody who wants to get where you are today? Should they they focus on the same route you took or should they just like study new ways of doing technology to stay ahead of the times now to get where you are? Because competition is getting like hmm. harder as time goes on. So, what advice would you give to maybe your younger self today?
1: Well, work hard. That's my my advice. Like, um, be, be be demanding with yourself. I think this is the the, the most important thing. Like, demand for don't like burn yourself out. Don't. Uh, establish expectations that you can fulfill but be demanding with, yourse- with yourself and then just i mean i think that the hardest thing is, is to get an opportunity so i think yeah i think the other thing is getting an opportunity uh, because well like you said there's a lot of competition but once you and once you get the opportunity like Show, show that you care. Show that you care about what you're doing. Don't just, don't just like, I mean, it's, I feel that sometimes people that come from schools, um, like they don't, they don't have the, the, the worker mindset. They're just trying to get, a grade because it's an internship, or they just used to school and they're just doing like the the minimum to to pass. But here, there there is no passing. There is no no one is going to grade you for your work. Um, so you have to 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 work to. How can I explain this? To make yourself be seen, like to be a, a part of the company and to make, to make things, to be a... It's, it's a creative industry, so you need to... Yeah. I, miss, I know what I want to say, but I'm just missing the words. It's like... Uh, if you want to be successful, you just have to work hard and prove that that's you're... Uh, your, um, oh gosh, I'm missing the word. You're... Uh, good part of the company, your, your advantage for the company, your advantage for the studio, you will help the, stu- the studio go, go beyond and further. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, to get to where I am, like the hardest part is really getting the opportunity. And to get the opportunity is really make some good games, participate in some uh, game jams, make some polished, great games, like small, don't need to be Huge. Learn, learn a lot. Learn from your mistakes. Absolutely, learn from your mistakes. Like something really interesting that I found in game jams is like that. Usually, more people um, comments on your game, so you can learn what you did wrong, what you did right, and just build a portfolio and be respectful. And this is this is a very big part of it because unfortunately, this industry. Is a bit under, uh, a, under a certain uh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's a rough yeah. edge. So. <laughs> There's some people that uh, some people didn't get the the proper education, but um uh, yeah. Just be respectful, be hardworking and make great things and strive to, to learn and to improve every day.
0: Well wow, that was beautiful. That- I don't think there's any other way to end the episode than with that. So, yeah, with that, I'm going to actually just ask you for the challenge that you should give at the end of the uh, episode okay. so that the listeners can go out there and uh, get going with their game development journey and not stay complacent and lazy like me. So, <laughs> what <laughs> advice, what challenge would you um, give us?
1: Well, my challenge is more of an internal challenge to think about. Okay. But, so, since I graduated in, in the English language, which from my way of talking before, it's not that good anymore, but uh, so something that I did when I started was, was correcting emails. And no one asked me to do this, but like people from the studio started asking me to, to do like a grammar check or, and or, or, hey, hey Miguel, can you, can you do a grammar check? And it's, it's what I was talking about at the beginning. It's like every skill that you learn can be useful and you can mm-hmm. apply them in, in, your, in, your, in your life. So my challenge is exactly this. Maybe you're trying to get in-game development, but you probably have, you probably have um, experience from other areas before and think about other skills that you have how can they be useful in, in game development? Like, maybe you work, well, the, the, the job that people usually mock is, is working at McDonald's. I don't know, I never understood why. Because yeah. working in McDonald's, maybe you, you get team skills in McDonald's, uh, working by working in McDonald's. Maybe there's something by working in McDonald's that you can bring into game development. Probably,
0: most definitely, there is. Wow, you, um, just, you just like so, lifted the spirit of many people's uh, days today because of that. They work at McDonald's and like you're right. I am doing something that can help me later in life, which it is. Yeah, you're right. Any fast food place, if you can survive, especially if it's just really busy, you're set off for life. Don't care what anybody says. If you're making yeah. money, and you're supporting yourself, your family, whatever, you're doing good. So no, that's not a low-life mm-hmm. job. Arizona, you know, it's, it's a job like anything else. Yeah.
1: And if I may, a secondary challenge is if you're not interested, interested in getting into game development, but you're, taking, but you're learning game development, maybe game development gives you skills for your job. Like, like the inverse situation. Yeah. Like you're learning game development and maybe hmm. it, gives you, it helps you with other parts of your life
0: beautiful that was a really yeah. good challenge that, that was a philosophical uh super like deep thought plus a challenge at the same time and like a way to change your. <laughs> you're like oh well, let's just think about things like this and i'm like wow okay whoo you're right let's step it up yeah. let's, let's be better but no yeah great, great and challenge. sometimes
1: the what we talked about uh distinguishing yourself from others mm, maybe that's, a good one. that's 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 um that's a key, like a, a key part, like the other jobs that you have, the, the skills that no one ha- has in game development, maybe they can help you distinguish yourself from, from others.
0: Exactly. Oh, awesome. Thank you for coming on Miguel. It's been a lot of fun. Learned a lot. Thank you. Got me inspired to do this amazing challenge. Can't <laughs> wait to go oh, there yes. make my g- dreams come true but no seriously thank you for coming on and yes. I'd like to end off the thank podcast you. by handing a mic to, to you do any last minute shout outs tips thing uh quotes whatever you want to end us off with the mic's all yours and thank you for coming on
1: yeah thank you uh, it was a pleasure to be here and it's just like a shout out for my for my team at nerd Monkeys and everyone at nerd Monkeys and my family and friends obviously and for everyone that is learning just keep doing it I wasn't <laughs> I'm going to exaggerate a bit but I was a nobody like one year uh, one year ago I never expected to be where I am but I just kept pushing and here I am so don't lose motivation
0: and you'll do great well that's it, thanks for listening you can find all courses at TV or in a show notes at a discounted kind of price Get started with your game development journey today!